Hello, welcome back to another episode of The Root of All Ashley. I would have a funny, clever, really awesome intro to this, but to be honest, I just don't feel like it. I'm too busy scrolling through the TikToks on my phone while doing this, so, you know, I'm just going to introduce some peoples, peoples that you all knows. Uh, we're going to start out with the co-hostess, and it's going to be Adrian's. Good evening, everyone, and of course, The Root of All Ashley, it shows the dedication that you have watching TikToks and playing on your phone. This shows you the drive and the passion you have for your own show. Welcome, everyone. I am back in black, and that's not a racist thing. And, well, to rebuttal that is, it's not that I don't care. It's that I have a very short attention span. So, you know, long hair, short attention span, or currently, uh, short hair and a shorter attention span. But, anyway, we have two returning guests, which are starting to become just co-hosts. I think this is, like... Our podcast is going to end up having like 20 co-hosts at this at this pace, and you know, I'm, I'm ready for it. But uh, the returning one, who we've mentioned a few times in the last few podcasts, and we weren't smack-talking him at all, Jeffrey! What is up, Orlando, and along the world? This is Jeffrey, and I am back. Yeah. I'm like such a douche. Um, <laughs> Sarah! <laughs> I am a douche. I am a nice person. I expect respect in this podcast. Okay. Sarah. Oh, hi. Yeah. I, I didn't even hear my name. I'm sorry. <laughs> One more time for the people in the back. Sarah. Hi. Hello. 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 It's me. Me, you're looking for. I can see it in your eyes. I can see it in your smile. I don't know the rest of the song. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's I'm calling you to say I love you. I think. No, that's uh, Stevie Wonder. Yeah, I think. I don't know. The bat signal. I gotta gotta go. Okay. so, because we're already, we're already veering off course here, and this is just like a little preview of how much of a shit show this episode is going to be, I can only imagine. Um, we're, the topic is apocalypse. It's very open-ended. There's no strict rules to it. It's just, how would you survive the apocalypse? You can't just simply say, oh, I would die. I wouldn't even th- live. We all know that we all would die, but we got to be creative here. So how, what would be your game plan, realistic or not? How would you survive it? And then once the apocalypse is done and over with, how are you surviving? How are you living? How are you thriving? So um, we're gonna go with uh, Jeffrey first. Okay, so like I uh, like, I'm, like like I was thinking, it's a very easy thing to survive. Apocalypse is a very easy thing to survive. Okay, so all you need to really is a bunker. That's the first thing you need. Okay, the world is breaking down. No more electricity. Um, aliens have come down. Jesus is back. Whatever is going on. <laughs> Alright, this is the end times. So you need to have a bunker, first of all. So a bunker is a defensive military fortification that a lot of people need to have. So in the bunker is food there. You need canned foods. Huh? I was gonna say Jeffrey, do you have a bunker? Uh no. But that's a different story. Alright. He can kill and steal someone else's bunker. I know where exactly. a bunker happens to be, but it's in Texas. I plan on building one in the future, so yeah, that's gonna happen in like in a, in a few years. So I'll be ready though. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and in the bunker, there needs to be food, canned food, so they can last a long time. Because you don't know how long the apocalypse is gonna last. It might be a decade, or maybe even possibly longer than that. So canned food is necessary. Guns, obviously, with ammo, and let me see, what else? Oh, books, obviously, because you're not going to have the internet anymore, people. Sorry, Ashley, you don't want TikToks for you. So you're going to have to have books to read. Well, Ashley likes books, so she'll be okay. So you can actually read books there. Um, you'll need books, food, canned foods, guns, ammo, bunker. Besides that, yeah, you're all set. All you need is a partner to have sex with, and then after that, you're all set. Yeah. Life is good. Partner's gonna be a big old man named Tyrone. Now depend on preferences. Come on over here, I'm feeling romantical. I'm not here to judge. Whatever people want to do at <laughs> at the world end. We're not talking to everyone else. We're talking about you. Get your oh, sweet yeah. ass over here, Jeffrey. Oh, 
Get away from me, Tyrone. No. He's like, come on over here and give me a kiss. I'm feeling romantical. Oh, hell no, Tyrone. Time to die, buddy. You're going to join all these other zombies over there. Oh, um, they're already having their first fight. Aww. <laughs> Such a cute couple. Yo. Oh, man. Hey, Tyrone, I'm sorry, buddy, but I don't swing that way. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all, but sorry, Tyrone. Okay, I'm just saying. Know. You know as Jesus said, turn the other ass cheek. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's the end of the world, oh. and he's the last person alive with you, and you get in mm-hmm. a little randy, I'm sure he's going to start looking nice pretty soon. I guess, I guess. I don't know, huh? Oh, I guess you have to... Randy, baby. You have to be in that situation to decide to know exactly how you're going to feel about it. So until that happens, you won't really know, you know? I guess so. I mean, I wouldn't know because, you know, I, I like, I have no preference, so, like... Yeah, you have to be in a situation, yeah. Yeah, for me, it's yeah. like, hey, they're cute, they're cute. There we go. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, cause in jail, it happens all the time. So, yeah. who knows? So, yeah, it's possible. <laughs> focus, Jeffrey, focus. What? Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that piece. Tyrone, leave him be. Bunker, canned food, guns, ammo, sex partner, whether male or female, whatever, <laughs> or sheep. <laughs> Just kidding. But, um, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> that we did not want. <laughs> so whatever, whatever floats your boat, just get get it, and then yeah, you should be fine for a few years. If somebody knocks on your door on your bunker, obviously do not open that because that's a big no no. Obviously, um, that could be just some um, raving bandits just roaming around trying to find some um, easy um, score. So be careful about that. Um, but yeah, I think that would be a great way to survive. Otherwise, if you could go sci-fi way, you could actually, if you're rich enough, if you're one of the richest people, you could actually go in a space colony, like orbiting the moon or maybe near Mars or something like that. And then that way you could survive the apocalypse from there. And okay, Elon Musk. From there. Yeah, that would be mostly for the very ultra-rich people though, so we might not be part of that group, so we'll be dead by then, but yeah. Uh, but if we invest in the stock market right now, we could actually be one of them. So yeah. Woo. <laughs> but Jeffrey, so okay, you you've made it through the apocalypse. You, Tyrone, your pet sheep, um, or third wheel, whatever you want to put it. Um, now you're finally able to open the door and go into the world. Oh yeah. Um, holding hands and and hooves, whatnot. With Tyrone. With Tyrone. And um, so, what are you doing in the new world? Like, what's your role? What do you want to do? Like, like what what are you doing? Oh, well, obviously, we have to rebuild um, the Earth population. So, me and Tyrone are going to have to break up after that. Um, so, um, I don't know. Maybe, um, yeah, I, me and Tyrone have to go look for some women, obviously, so we can have some more human children's. To rebuild a human population and we have to also um what else rebuild society so that's gonna take a while we have to find like smart people whatever amount of knowledge that we have books or somehow we build civilization that's gonna be a tough job to do but that's the first thing we have to do because human being because human beings cannot remain on earth we have to we have to leave earth earth is not where we're from we have to leave Earth after the apocalypse. We have to rebuild and then go off into space and conquer the stars. Because our destiny lies in the stars, people. Not, not on this planet. All right? But yeah, that's my piece. <laughs> so, um, okay. Now, we're going we're gonna to go past that. There's a lot of unpack. Um, I'm still just trying to process that you and Tyrone break up because that's like, that's like that and Blake Lively breaking up and I can't handle that shit. It's um, devastating. So we're going to move on and try our best to process this. Adrian, how are you surviving the apocalypse and what are you doing afterwards? I really have a hard time following that. Um, <laughs> I really miss Jeffrey at first, um, but now that he's back, it makes me rethink my life, my life choices. Especially my love of sheep. Um, 
apocalypse. You know, I would uh, hide out in storage units. So if you think about it, a whole lot of people have a whole bunch of their stuff in storage units. I can find whatever I need. I can lock myself in there. Nobody even think to look at over 800 to 1,000 storage units to find me or anything. And after the apocalypse is over, um, I believe I'll knock on Jeffrey's uh, bunker door. Um, I will steal Tyrone from him because Tyrone likes dark meat better. And um, he, you know, he will have a strong understanding for who I am as a person and look deeply into my eyes and tell me how he feels about me. And I, I feel sorry for Jeff, but sorry, not sorry. His ass is mine, so Jeff, get over it. Um, <laughs> I would scour the earth. I would scour the earth and uh, try to find food. And sorry, Jeff, I just, you know, I just can't quit Tyrone. Just can't quit him. Um, oh my god! Uh, you know what? I understand, bro. Because sometimes love, you cannot fight that. It happens. So, um... Uh, the pheromones, uh, whatnot, and um, <laughs> um, um, Jeff, this is about me and Tyrone, not about you. So, you uh, get the sheep. So, uh, you know, back away. Uh, do what you want to with do what do what you want with you and your I'm sheep. Just, Leave me and my I'm sheep sorry. alone. I'm sorry. Um, so we're gonna work on repopulating the earth, of course. You know, and you're right. Of course, we're gonna have you know canned food, you know, a whole bunch of water, and just try to you know you know, try to keep you know you know myself and Tyrone happy and healthy. I don't know how Tyrone came into this equation, but it's a nice name. It's kind of sexy and strong. Um, it's a very sexy name. Absolutely. No, just I mean, you know, it, you know, in all in all reality, if I survive it, you know, I would just scour the earth, just finding materials I need until it's time, you know, until it's time for me to pass on. As bleak as it sounds, there's not really too much I can do if I survive. Yeah. But if I can't have Tyrone, I'll find myself a midget. Um, or, or a little person. And the reason, no, hey, 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 don't judge me. Shh, shh, hear me out, hear me out. Because since Tyrone is your bitch, um, I have to find myself a new one, and I choose a midget. And I'll tell you why. You know, because, you know, when it's time for passionate time, they can spin. Um, you know, they spin like rims. Um, also, their hands are really tiny, which makes me look really huge. And, uh, you know, it placates to my ego a lot. But, but I digress. Um, so, yeah. So Ashford, that's what I, you know, that's what I would do. Sarah, I'm leaving this to you because I'm, I'm looking for creativity. I'm, I'm looking for some oomph and that what's in the bunker shaken between Adrian, Jeffrey, and Tyrone and the peep somehow. Um, well, so and midgets, and midgets. Come forward and you share your apocalyptic tale for me. I have several ideas. So, um... Not to knock on the bunker with Adrian, Tyrone, the sheep, and, and Jeff. Um, just saying, y'all can have y'all's little love fest all y'all want with your little midgets and everything. Or is that insensitive? Little people? Little persons. My, my apologies. Little people that can spin on Adrian's monster-looking dick in their hands. Um, I mean, no. use it. You know, with the tiny hands and all that. Um <laughs> And Jeff can Wait, have his sheep. On. I imagine the sheep can spin too. So I, uh, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> what the hell? I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> but um, so I have thought a long time on the apocalypse, okay? And my apocalypse uh, survival depends on where I happen to be at in the world. Um, if I were back in Virginia, um, where I used to live, my buddy Tyler, he is, and I have to say his name Tyler, because that's the only way I can really say it. <clears throat> he's not a Tyler, he's a Tyler. He's a big old redneck. He has so many guns, so many guns. And he can teach me how to hunt and he can teach me all that fun stuff. I know general logistics of how to grow food. <clears throat> And if I were to experience the apocalypse, all I needed was to be like, hey, Ty, you good? Like, can I, can I come by? And he'll be like, yes, sweet, come on. And he breeds snakes. He um, has, his mom breeds uh, rabbits. So we already have food um, in snakes and rabbits, basically. And uh, we can shoot and kill wildlife. And we already both know how to grow. I know how to grow some food. He knows how to grow a lot more. 
Um, <clears throat> so all we would need is a uh, place to fortify, which his mom has land up in West Virginia that we can fortify and make zombie proof or what have you. And it's far enough away from any really large city so that if it were nuclear holocaust, um, not holocaust, nuclear apocalypse, essentially, um, I would be outside of the mushroom cloud. So there's that. So if I was up in Virginia area, that's where I would be. And um, all of the people that we know would be holed up at his mom's place up in the mountains of West Virginia. And we'd probably burrow down into the mountain and create a bunker um, minus the sheep. And uh, there's that. But if I'm here in Orlando, I used to work at a specific Ross and it had a whole ass top level, okay? And you could barricade the, the windows with these metal racks that were almost impossible to move unless you had the keys to them. <clears throat> so you could pull these racks down in front of the windows. So say it's a zombie apocalypse, the zombies can't get in, okay? Not to mention, even if they tried to, the glass is super, super thick. And the upstairs is completely, like, open, and you can do all kinds of fun, like, remodeling, and it has offices upstairs with, um, you know, like, little rooms and stuff like that, and bathroom and all that fun stuff upstairs. And you can also get to the downstairs bathroom without um, having to go out into the actual store. Um, <clears throat> and it's right next to a Publix. So... You can hole up in the in the Ross where you've got clothing and things like that. And there's some food there. And um, there's a Publix right next door that you can get to across the roof. You can just go up under the roof, walk across, down, and there's the Publix. So uh, an unlimited supply almost of canned food. And, of course, you can use all the yummy foods before they go bad. <clears throat> and not far from that, across in the same, like, plaza... They've got like other clothing stores and you can still walk across the roofs and get to like a couple restaurants so you can like get all of their canned foods too um, while still being safe from zombies. Now, um, there's no way I would survive living here if there, if there was an atomic bomb that went off because we live in Orlando and this is one of those places someone would probably bomb if they were going to. Um, so I'm assuming that we're dealing with a zombie apocalypse here. Which, I've always had a theory of how that happens. So, um, my theory, because the way that it spreads, is that it would be a form of, like, rabies virus. Because um, they bite you, and then you have this urge to, um, like, this urge to bite and to eat. So, like, maybe they have something, or maybe it's, like, mad cow disease, because you have a specific... Um, protein that travels to the brain and like messes with the brain with mad cow disease. Um, <clears throat> I forget what it's called off the top of my head right now. Um, and I don't have my phone with me at this moment so I could look it up, but I think it's called a prion. And what it does is it moves through the bloodstream from eating um, improper meat and it attacks the brain and causes them to do crazy things. So for me, it would either be a variation of mad cow disease or a variation of um, rabies because the way that it spreads is through saliva and through biting. So um, if it were a mutated strain of either of those diseases, it could cause people to basically go rabid and start biting and eating people. Or in the case of mad cow disease, they, it causes them to kind of go crazy. So um, they would then be biting and it would transfer through the saliva because of that, you know, prion that has multiplied to such a point that it is now in every scrap of DNA. So then the question is, would it be spreadable through scratches or through contact? You know, I don't think it would be airborne. So, um, <clears throat> and before anyone asks, I don't watch The Walking Dead. Um, I, I, I just don't know. Um, but, um, so I don't know if I'm already like walking on someone else's idea because I don't watch The Walking Dead. I've seen like, the first two seasons and I got kind of behind but like my idea is that if you can hold out until the main outbreak is gone and almost everybody is dead that's gonna be dead from the zombies and you can like make your own little area you can start growing your own food and so if I'm holed up in the Ross 
the roof is a perfect place to like transplant a bunch of pots from Ross and the other stores and a bunch of dirt and such like that onto the top of the roof and you start growing your own food. So then you have fresh food in addition to the lovely canned food. And if you grow beans, then you can make tofu, so protein. And you can grow garbanzo beans because you can get seeds from the food in the cans or from the food in the produce department, things like that. Grow tomatoes, grow corn, grow yada 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 yada. So then that is my plan on how to survive the apocalypse in one of those two places. Um, but ideally, I would be as far away from people as humanly possible. Um, if it's like a plague that goes through, we all know I'm going to die immediately. My immune system is shit. <laughs> it's absolute shit. So, um, but it is what it is. Uh, but if I happen to somehow miraculously, magically get through the apocalypse, my role um, would probably be to kind of... I mean, because honestly, most of my experience with work has been in management, so I imagine I would be helping to rebuild communities, and um, I, excuse me, I enjoy training and teaching people, so I imagine I would help to, like, establish schools for children and things like that, and um, obviously, if uh, those little munchkins happen from the uh, isolation with whomever I end up isolated with, um, I <laughs> you forget Tyrone's in the bunker with Adrian, Jeff, and the sheep. I'm not in the bunker. Tyrone's busy. Tyrone's a busy guy. Maybe Man. there's a tunnel <laughs> from the bunker. Tyrone's a busy guy. He's everywhere. See, smashing everybody. <laughs> the only way that that would work is if Tyrone managed to dig from Jeffrey's bunker <laughs> into my Ross looking for food, and he'd be like, hey there, pretty lady, and I'd be like, hi, Tyrone, and that would happen. But then I would have to fight off both Adrian and Jeff and the sheep, so. Oh, the sheep's got this. The sheep's got this. Sheep kick and bite, okay? So it would have to be like a, come on, baby, and like sneak into a closet or some shit, you know? But, like, mm -hmm. this Ross is the perfect place. And what's nice about um, the Ross that I worked at was, I don't know if you ever shop it, at them, but there's, like, these little hooks that they hang stuff on called J-hooks. And mm -hmm. when you take them off the wall, there's a square that is supposed to stabilize it against the wall. And it's weighted just right to be a perfect beat -em stick. And they are so a certain heaviness that you could use to really smash the shit out of somebody's brain. It's a perfect zombie killing weapon because to kill a zombie, what do you have to do? Get their brain out of their head, like chop up their head, right? So yes. you can just walk through a horde and flap, flap, flap with a bunch of them and you're good and they're heavy and they're solid metal, you know? And in that Ross also, because it was a corporate Ross, there's a whole bunch of random ass stuff from a bunch of other stores that... Um, you can use to like build fortifications like shelves and stuff like that because it's from other stores because it's a corporate Ross. I thought long and hard about this. I worked in that store for years. So <laughs> I thought long and hard about how I would survive the apocalypse in this particular shopping center. You know, <laughs> when you're having a horrible day and you're imagining that you can beat the ever loving shit out of some of these horrible, awful, terrible people that are coming into the store and screaming at you and acting like it is the end of the world that you aren't giving them a 10% discount on a Saturday when it's really it's supposed to be on a Tuesday and I could just keep going. Oh my oh, God. Oh yeah. I feel your sister. Okay, Oh God. So. <laughs> <laughs> I feel your sister just like Tyrone's feeling you. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, but, yeah. um... <laughs> but, um, but no, like that's what you think about when you're holding these things and you're just like, I could really brain somebody with this. You're like, okay, right. I'm, I'm not currently a murderer at the moment, so I'm going to put it on the wall, and, um, <laughs> these eggs, um I'm going to put it on the wall, and I'm going to hang some things on it so I don't murder somebody with it. So, there we're going to go. So, um, that's what we'll do. But, uh, that's essentially my idea, and, like, help to rebuild s s society, and, um, 
I'm sorry. These gifts you guys are sending back and forth are making me lose my concentration. They're fucking hilarious. That's the point. <laughs> the challenge of this podcast is to distract people. Tyrone. <laughs> Tyrone. But, um, but no, like that would be my idea and like help rebuild society after because um, I'm good at getting people to come together and do things. So if we have enough people, we can like rebuild society and that's that. That's, yeah. 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 Well, I'm loving all three of your explanations, but at the same time, I'm disappointed. Um, I'm not seeing imagination here. I'm not okay. seeing- Okay, do you want a little like, bit more imagination? I want imagination, but it's okay. These are responses, everyone's entitled theirs. No, these are my turn. real life explanations. I can give you the no, crazy, weird ass shit. There's three. There's three different options I got going on here. All right. First option. Okay. I am soon as the apocalypse hits. I am going to get whatever supplies I can grab real quick. Either way, I am hijacking someone's boat and I am sailing off to an island. And I'm going to stay on a fucking island and learn not live off the sea, the island, whatever. Now, if these zombies are pirates of the Caribbean. I, I, that, that plans out, you know, literally out of the water. Now, <laughs> second option is I go find some place high up in the woods from like far away from human civilization as I can find. Now, if I find some way to create a gas line around my house, around my property that just keeps going and going, I am going to have literally a ring of fire around my property. So it's going to burn these zombies alive before they even get to my house too. Um, any survivors are not coming to my fucking house uh, because that's like the more the more really, the more people you have, people are going to betray you. They're going to steal from you, or they're going to try to kill you. Yeah, no, I just need myself, and I just need my husband or Tyrone or whoever wants to offer themselves up. Okay, so I don't need anybody else. I am fine. Leave me the fuck alone. Um, and then, as a backup plan, not only do I have the ring of fire around my property, also on posts around my house, just enough, and it's a second layer of protection, is chained up zombies. So, they act as another repellent, so anyone that can get through the fucking ring of fire somehow, I want their ass, their asses to be snatched up by a fucking zombie. <laughs> Get off of my fucking property. Really <laughs> Jesus. If if, if plan B fucking fails, plan C is I figure where the fuck Prudy went and I'm going to jack his shit and it's going to be my bunker and I'm going to throw him out the door. But your bunker is attached to my Ross now because remember Tyrone dug a hole into my Ross. So I can go to Tyrone, I can go to Tyrone's tunnel, I can go to Ross and I can steal Jeffrey's bunker. There's fun in that. Jeff can get kicked out. You know, he can go to a Marshalls or something. I don't know. Um, there is a Marshalls in that. What wants to do, him and the sheep can go. I'm knocking on the door and, and like, hey, Prudy. He's like, what the, yo, what the fuck? And I'm going to just, you know, throw him out the door. <laughs> so Damn. the oh, thing okay. is, though, you don't get to kick so, me out of my spot. Those are options cool. of how I'm going to survive it. You, you don't get to kick me out of my spot, though. Because I got no. weapons and fortifications and food. Oh, shit. She ready. No, I want, I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you. Okay, good. Because I'm going to win. I would just wait until you're sleeping. No, I'm going to win. Here's the thing. Like, I keep beating sticks next to my bed. You wake me up and you're... Yeah, I'm going to have nunchucks made out of, like, human femurs. Jesus. Do you, do you realize that, like... That's going to be really loud. Like I said, when you're sleeping, that's when I strike. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I don't fight... I don't fight zombies or something. I, I but don't fight nice, like, Go, go forth, my pets. I, I don't fight nice, you know, my dear. And plus, I will have a harem to protect me. I'll have, like, a bunch of people that, like, we're repopulating the earth with. And they can protect me. Listen, if you have a harem of people, I can be pretty manipulative. I've seen religious books. I've been around a religious nuts. I can easily pretend I'm the next messiah. And people start 
you know, how many more people want to do this? It's promise salvation. Yeah. Who said and, it was you know, religious? <laughs> it's sexual. Every other word I say ends with a yeah. And then they're going to follow me. <laughs> like the hallelujah. I got the way. I got to save you from the zombies. I know, this heathen named Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not religious. It's sexual. Okay, okay we're repopulating we the planet. That's why prayers with praise be Tyrone. <laughs> but Tyrone's in the pile. The deification of Tyrone. <laughs> deification of Tyrone. <laughs> no, no, when the apocalypse is over, it's said and done. And, you know, I'm, I'm loving, I'm thriving. Well, I'm not going to play a key role in society. I want no part with society. I hate humans. Hey, people, you know, from human larvae to wrinkly old bag of bones, you know, hate them all. Customer service has brought me here. Now, when you think of history, and I know I've talked about this throughout another podcast, humans keep repeating history because no one lives long enough to see history happen. And so people start it all over. They come up with their own little cults, their own little communities. Someone's got to be in charge. There's got to be some kind of religious figure. And people are going to go stir crazy and kill people and sacrifice things. And it's just, and history's just going to repeat itself until another so many thousand years pass. And then another apocalypse happens. No, no, no. So I am not <laughs> going to be a doctor or an educator or anything like that. My role in society, and I think Jeffrey knows where I'm going with this. We've actually talked about this before for a book idea. I'm not playing a key role in society. I am just simply going to be a fucking kill. I come across a human, I kill human. That's it. Like, a human does not exist. A human! I can ruin it with the apocalypse. I'm killing you. So I'll come into a cold and I'm like, oh no, please help me. Like, oh no, it's just my lady. And she needs help. And I'm like, yeah, I do need the help. And then they give me help and then I kill them. You poison the Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. <laughs> So, yeah, so there's no actual, you know, role of playing and, you know, help rebuild society or repopulate the earth. No fucking shit. Hell no. You know how hard it's going to be to find a coat hanger after the apocalypse is over? Shit, no. Hell no. Oh, that killed me. I didn't expect that. Oh, my God. Uh, I feel bad for laughing now. Oh, God. So I do have one more apocalypse way. Okay. Okay. So I read a book once, all right, because I I read a lot of weird books. If you guys have not figured this out about me yet, welcome to a weird ride. Um, So I read a book once about um, these aliens that came to Earth to, quote, unquote, protect Earth from an apocalypse of other aliens coming to Earth and basically enslaving everybody and using them for their resources. This book's about Scientology. What? This book's about Scientology, isn't it? No, it's not. It's about sex. Um, (laughs) What? Alien sex? It's the Ice Barbarians. So It's not the Ice Barbarians, but I've been reading those since they came out. And oh my God, do I love them. They're so good. And another author, if you like those, which is a little bit harder and more hardcore, is Addison Kane, who I've been reading since she was on Literotica. And oh, I love Addison Kane. I love her. I've been reading her since before she was published, okay? Like, I love her. I've always loved her. I read everything that she came out with as it was being published originally on Literotica. Like, that... I will spare her um, in the apocalypse. What? I will spare Addison Kane when Please it comes do. to the post-apocalyptic world. Please I will, do. I won't kill her. And Mr. Kane and her kid, because they're absolutely adorable. Um, uh, I'll put that in the back burner. Maybe, but Addison Kane is wonderful because she can spin us all these wonderful, horrible, erif- like amazing eroticas. Um, and I can talk to you all day about her. Oh my god! But this one is not Ice Planet Barbarians, although they're incredible. Or Addison Kane. I can't get past the first book. Why not? Uh, well, that hold on. That's that's another conversation. But no, I just I couldn't get through it. I just couldn't. Really? I didn't like the writing style. Oh, yeah, the style's a little bit... It gets better after the first book. Um, It gets a lot better. But it does get a little redundant with the whole... um, The Kui thing. Um, 
it gets a little redundant with the whole, you're mine, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, so they're all like that. That's great. Give me a little bit more meat. So she eventually does kind of branch out into some different meat. But anyway, that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother time that we definitely need to have. Um, but in this book, these aliens can find their one true mate in humans and they're like compatible. So like they're these big ass humongous aliens that are like screwing these little humans with their monster dicks. And so that's one way that you could survive that apocalypse as well is by breeding with the aliens that come down. And then there's another book that I read like that where the aliens like kind of brainwash you and they have like three tentacle dicks that kind of do different things. It's very interesting. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't, I didn't mean to turn this into erotica, but, um, but like it was another whole version of like, um, a type of, uh, like apocalypse where the aliens came down and they're like, well, this is my planet. Now I'm going to protect you guys from the end of the world. And the way you're going to pay us back is by giving us females and they would brainwash the females and with their freaking three-way tentacle dicks and like then they would procreate with them like that's how they did so i'm like that's another way that you can totally survive the apocalypse is if it's aliens just fuck their brains out <laughs> that's crazy dude i weird i read some weird shit okay and that's mild compared to some of the stuff that i've read <laughs> No, 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 no. Like, I'm saying, but uh, I've read cringe stuff, too. I've read some cringe stuff as well, so I can't really judge. I'm just saying, it is crazy, but it's not that crazy, though. But it's crazy. <laughs> That's mild. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> For those of you at home, the gift that was just shared was screw this amount, and all I can think about is... Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm -hmm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> but, but you know what? That's a very interesting idea what you just talked about, Sarah. Because, like, actually I've been um, watching some videos. And basically, uh, I should have said my idea. Because I've also read uh, Charis of the Gods by, um, uh, what's his name? Danikin. Yeah, I've um, read that too, Chariots like, of the Gods. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I share the idea that um, we, that human beings have like, um, what's the word, that we forgot about the past, that we have amnesia somehow, and that every about 6,000 years or something, that our, our civilization gets destroyed, and then we have to rebuild it over again, but we forget about our past years, because there's, there's thousands of years of history of humanity that we do not know about, well, so that we basically have amnesia, so... That's true, but technically speaking, it's not completely lost. Because if you look at, like, say, for instance, in, is it the Incan or the Incan Mayan or Aztec? I can't remember which one. They had the elongated heads. Like, they would, like, mess up the baby's yeah. skulls to make them elongated because it was considered mm -hmm. beautiful. And then they found, yeah. like, larger human-esque remains that had that long, elongated head. And it's thought that that might be, like, something that came from the stars and, like, bred with us. Yeah, um, yeah, I've read that, too. Or that were worshipped. And, like, you know, crop circles throughout the entire um, world. And then you've got stories, like we were talking about in the last um, podcast, you know. Like, there's different accounts of, um, quote-unquote alien ufo what have you existence throughout mm -hmm. our history and a exactly. lot of people just take it as religious fervor but um one thing in the bible is a um is it jacob that sees a wheel within a wheel in the sky that has like eyes all over it and such and like wings oh it's a ufo oh yeah ezekiel has the same experience it basically gets that's it it's ezekiel Ezekiel, yeah, yeah, and then who else? Somebody else has a, a similar experience after Ezekiel. I think. Yeah. Uh, I forgot, but the point is though, multiple people around the world have the same experience. Like that, that cannot be explained by just saying that 
oh, they were all very religious and they all believe. Like, because all the gods, they have similar stories. Even the names sometimes are very similar. Yes. So it's basically a shared history yes. that we forget about. Yes. But that's and still there. It's, yeah. How do you explain pyramids that are almost exactly the same from the Mayans, the Incans, the Aztecs, the Egyptians, and I want to say there's some in Asia as well. Yeah, I've heard about that. Unless, I haven't seen them yet, but I've heard about that, that there are some in Asia as well. Yeah, so yeah. either there was trade and they all shared their ideas because um, in, in Egypt, the original person to create the pyramid was Imhotep. He was actually given godhood because of it. Um, not Imhotep from the movie The Mummy, as much as I love, <laughs> love, 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 love that movie. Like that movie it's kind classic. of helped. I love that movie too. It's classic and it kind of sort of shaped my sexuality. My sexuality is that whole movie. Um. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, I have to admit, they all look pretty hot back then. All like, of them yeah, are gorgeous, okay? Yeah. And like, yeah. some of them could very well be trans, okay? I'm just saying. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I'm just saying, oh, did fair. Um, and uh, so anyway, but um, they, and that's a joke, by the way, there's a meme going on around that that's someone's sexuality, and I'm like, that's where, but I'm not quite joking 100% because I'm attracted to almost every single person in that movie. So. Oh yeah, they were all pretty hot. Dude. Yeah, that's true. I've got a thing. They were pretty hot. Like, even, even the guards look hot too. Like, what's crazy? Everybody I know, right? Like, yeah, everybody was just pretty sexy. Everybody had great bodies. It was, it was amazing. Like, what is yeah. that? Yes, that picture right there. Desert. <laughs> oh my God, Ashley. Oh, what's the name of that chick? Uh, let me see. Oh, dude, his, that guy is a good fair, and holy God, if he's still beautiful to this day. <sighs> I guarantee you, if he, that, that is the exact reason why I have my type, and that's yep. where, you know, I have my husband. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Ooh. Oh, her. Yes, I know. I don't remember uh, her name, her. but yes. goddamn. And Natsuna Moon. Natsuna Moon. Oh, my God. Yeah. She was just, oh, yeah. Uh, Rachel Wise for me, like I 100% would marry her. Rachel Wise, 1000%. I love her. Oh yeah, she's 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 great. She's a great actress and she's beautiful as she's well. She's a great yeah. actress. She's beautiful. She's oh mm -hmm. god. Mm -hmm. sure. Yep. She can get it. She can get it anytime. And and Brendan Fraser, even to this day, Brendan Fraser. You know, he's so <laughs> yeah, cute. <laughs> well, in this day and age, he's so cute. He's so adorable. I just want to like. Cuddle him and love on him. Back then, I wanted to bang his brains out. Now I just want to cuddle him and love him. You know. Yeah, I still like I still like Brendan Fraser. He's a great actor. Like I like him from that one movie when he's like actually he's in a bunker. That movie and he comes out years later and he's yes. Like, um, um, yeah. Uh, uh, Blast from the past. Yes. Blast from the past. Oh, yep. I love that movie. That's yep. a great movie. But no, yeah. Imhotep um, was the engineer who created the first pyramids in Egypt. And he was given godhood because of it. He was a mathematician. He, he, he was just a mathematician. And um, he created the shape because he knew, A, it would, it would be sturdy because everything is, like, you know, pushing against each other. And it's sturdy enough to be able to dig within and do their thing. And then he also was able to find out that, you know, certain types of rock were better for doing it and such like that. And his originally were steps and not like the pyramids at Giza. His were okay. like three main levels at first and then they just perfected it from there. Um, who's to say that Imhotep wasn't himself an alien? No, I was going to say that because the pharaohs basically are supposed to represent like the, the, the gods. gods of Egypt on earth, right? Mm -hmm. So yep. it makes sense that their bloodline would actually have the actual blood of the gods or whatever the aliens. Well, Imhotep was not a pharaoh he was a, just a mathematician um but um who's to say he wasn't an alien but yes the gods um the pharaohs in egypt usually claimed that they were descendant from ra or from horus or from um whatever patron deity they deemed osiris fit. yeah not always osiris because you got to remember that osiris um is torn to pieces by his brother set and isis is able to put everything together except for his penis and that oh, yeah. is how they made um, Horus. 
So usually they'll say that they're descended from Horus because Horus himself is completely whole, um, minus the one eye, um, with the exception of Osiris being the god of the dead um, and having no longer his penis. <laughs> so. Whoa, that's brutal. But, uh, that's so cool, though. But yeah, uh, I was actually reading something about that. And they said that there's some um, rooms in, inside the, the pyramids of, um, oh, yeah. of Egypt that there still are. have not been like... Um, I'm explored so what could be in this room like they, there's a bunch of opportunities in there to find out something incredible well they do a lot of um like sonar imagery in them nowadays um yeah but essentially a lot of those rooms were like booby trapped um if you go the wrong way in the pyramid you're gonna fall to your death or you're gonna oh. activate like a booby trap or something along those lines mind you some of it's rudimentary because i mean it's ancient egypt but um, they had uh, false, uh, false floors. They had false uh, like pathways where it's just like a maze and you just end up in the maze forever. There's rooms where um, you do find things. But yeah, there's some rooms that you can't really get to without going through like some sort of passageway or what have you. And so nowadays they can use like sonar imagery to find that. And they can use like different kind of technology to discover what's in there. There was, years ago, they were using this kind of imagery to see, they thought that they found uh, like something underneath the Sphinx. And um, when I was younger, I used to believe, because I used to want to be an archeologist, Ashley and I used to um, talked about this on another podcast. Um, but um, I had read that there was, um, possibly something underneath the sphinx and my theory back when i first heard about this was that there was information in there about where atlantis and or um our ancestor aliens if that's what it was um would be because you can't find the entrance to this chamber yeah that's that's fascinating I wonder what's in there. I know, right? I haven't really looked into it since then. But, it's um, incredible. like, I remember reading about that when I was, God, 12, I think. Yeah. I used to get Archaeology Magazine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those were fun. I used to actually have some of these as well. I used to read a lot of them. Uh, it's always been a field I've been interested in, but I've, uh, I haven't had time to do as much time as I would like to. But it's always been interesting to me. Because there's so many there's so many nuggets of our history that we're unaware of or that we know about, but we don't know like all the full truth of it. So that always keeps me guessing. That actually inspires me to write as well. Yeah. So that's why I'm always writing like sci-fi stuff because I feel like that way I can always explore these ideas, those themes of like human history, where we came from, our past, our future, stuff like that. So that's very fascinating to me. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry, Ashley, we yeah. kind of sort of um, hijacked uh, the apocalypse talk and started talking about aliens. No, 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 we didn't start talking about aliens. <laughs> we started talking about erotica first. Yeah. <laughs> and then fucking and then aliens. Oh, Mr. Alien. With your three-pronged dick. Oh yeah. Heck yeah. Bring me oh, them yeah. tentacles. Oh yeah. What is that called? The tentacle porn? That's not hentai. Uh, oh yeah, that's called a hentai actually. Yeah. Yeah, it is hentai. Have, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have those uh what are they called? Those um those squids. Yes. <laughs> like pleasuring uh, those little schoolgirls. Yes. Crazy. And they go, like lay eggs <laughs> through their tentacles. Oh my god. Oh, it's my it's god. wild. It's wild. It's, the Japanese are wild. They're, they're crazy. They're crazy, but right. it's a thing. Right? It's totally a thing. Just, like, you know what's crazy about the Japanese? is the fact that their population keeps dropping every year, but they're so sex crazy, though. I don't I don't get it. It's like, I feel like they should be, like, overpopulating right now, so it makes no sense to me. Probably because it's they want to fuck things with tentacles. <laughs> yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> They need to get back to the original stuff. They need to get back to the original stuff. Like, if you <laughs> use... They're still going back to, to that. Yeah. They're still going... 
No. In like 20, 30 years, they'll be back to men and women again. <laughs> yeah. Like, it'll be so crazy that they'll be like, what if we t- talk about having sex with actual humans at this point instead of aliens? What? What? What are you talking about? Girls? That's, Us? That's so taboo. <laughs> that's so taboo. That's so wild. <laughs> yeah. You know? But, like, I think it's because I, I was watching something, and I think they said it was because um, they a lot of times don't have the time to talk to people their age or they don't have the social skills to talk to someone their age and like they're so busy working or they're so busy doing one thing or another and the population is dwindling because like they're not finding each other like they're not interested in meeting each other they're interested in just doing what they're doing you know or they're just too shy to talk to the person you know and it's just yeah like, i've heard about that actually saw a documentary about that um like the work culture over there is crazy yes they work insane hours like americans could not survive those hours that they work over no. there it's, it's just absurd yeah i don't know how to do it but the that way they sense. do it is they have specified times for breaks for naps they they have calisthenics at certain points they take a longer lunch like they have things outside of work or that are required at work to keep them like motivated you know oh, yeah, they drink a lot too yeah they drink a lot they drink a lot they have like a big drinking culture yeah it is um it, it's a large drinking culture because um like it, it's not only just like about drinking but some of it is like traditional or some of it is um for like uh for like um ceremonies and things like that and for honor yeah. and such like that and they're such honor bound people you know so it, it's yeah. just a matter of like i think with their society some of the younger kids are just not they're just not finding partners you know yeah just socially awkward yeah. to such a degree that they would rather work or do whatever they do than find a partner because they've been raised to believe in like um school and work and results and things like that and that love was not not saying that they don't have fulfilling lives and that they're not loved just that you know relationships were not the forefront whereas here in the united states you see it everywhere it's in every movie it's in every book it's in it well not every movie and book but still um it's in so many movies books in all the media in everywhere that you you look you're standing in the line at the um grocery store and you see like five ways to win your man you know and like we're asking children if they have boyfriends or girlfriends Girlfriends. in kindergarten which by the way is really hella creepy because you're sexualizing a child but just saying um (laughs) but like we talk about that at such a young age because our country was founded by people who were coming here to make another life and families had huge huge families like six or seven to 10 to 15 children my father had nine siblings okay because they had to have people to run the farm um to run the family business to do this do that do that and people died a lot like people just did not survive to adulthood and if you did good luck you're congratulations you're one of three that actually made it you know out of 10 you know you win you win nothing but um yeah it's true because yeah like you said in the past there was i think the issue is there was a lot of more manual work yeah. so if there's manual work there's there's a need of more bodies so while now in the future or in the future and in our current age we have more of a intellectual i would say um workforce yeah so uh, the the need of more people is not that much required especially with automation right so that makes sense yeah and the internet is not helping either, so yeah. Yeah, so that's actually, true. do you want to weigh in on this or like get us back on track or? He's like, fuck you guys. Ashley, huh? Right. <laughs> <laughs> She's on TikTok again. She's on TikTok again. I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal her phone. I'm gonna steal her phone. 
<laughs> I completely think it's so natural. I'm like, you know what? This episode is like just not in my hands and I'm okay with it. And I just kind of zoned out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wasn't even on TikTok. I was like just scrolling through Instagram. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. I just, yeah, I, like, the two of you just kind of, like, went with it, and Adrian and I are, like, I don't know, I just feel like this podcast is just going to be something for you, the two of you, and Adrian and I are just going to get fizzled out. <laughs> well, I don't think so. Why don't we you still guys... need you guys to structure the show. We need structure in the show. What are supposed to be the structure in the show? We ain't supposed to be the chaotic one. Well, structure it. Give us structure, madam. Well, do either of you have anything to say about anything that's been said in the last, what, 20, 30 minutes what? that Jeff and I have yeah. been, like, going crazy? Right? <laughs> the only things I remember, like, the key points is, um, erotica, <laughs> aliens, <laughs> physical porn, um, Egypt. Of course. <laughs> well, at least you remember some things, I guess. I, can't. I remember the most important things. What about you, Adrian? So, I just love how my apocalyptic um, one just, like, became this. Um, but, Prudy, you re- you missed what the last episode was. It was us talking about conspiracy theories. I know. I wanted to be there, too. Well, we are actually do plan on having a part two. Nice. So. I'm definitely going to be there for that one, for sure. Yeah. I have I to be. I don't know if we're, I... if we're recording again this week. Um, I know we can't do tomorrow. For sure, that's why I was pushing for today, because tomorrow I have to drive, like, a lot. After work. I will not be able to. No, no, no. So, if I'm able to record again, it's either going to have to be Thursday, or it's going to have to be next Monday or Tuesday. Okay. Is it next Monday and Tuesday? Yeah, if if I can't fit in another time, this like, if I can't do Thursday this week, then it's going to have to be, like... Uh, Monday or Tuesday next week. Okay, yeah. Those days work for me perfectly. Yeah. Oh, wait, I'm having a schedule while we're recording the podcast. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. Ignore that. Adrian's just, like, off somewhere. He's just, like, I'm, he I, I, for, he's like I hit stop recording, like, 45 minutes ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, as soon as they start talking about alien sex, I was like, nope, nope. No. alien talks. She's like, I don't think so. Oh, man, so uh, it was a show, but that's the thing is the topic of the show, like it just things just go off the handles. There's really no structure. Like you start off with the theme of the branches out to other things. That's great. Because if you listen to any of the early episodes between Adrian and I, like we kind of start off with something and then we go to like six different things in one episode. Um, yeah. Like the OnlyFans episode was like my favorite one to record. To be fair, we did branch off of Apocalypse to Tentacle Porn to this. Which you don't normally would put two and two together in that way, but hey, you it's made true. it work. But if you're, you asked for something interesting, and I gave you interesting with aliens taking over the world and um, survival by fucking. So... <laughs> If you really read with your alien overlords, you'll survive. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I did. Oh, shit. I did take an expected, unexpected turn. <laughs> but I did ask for that. I did ask for imagination. I just, you know. You did. Um, normally, i take it that far, and I, I didn't. And, uh, You're welcome. You, you You're welcome, kind of you far, are. and it's, you know, that's okay. I, I can concede this time. You're very welcome. Okay. I was going to say something else, and I can't remember now, because all the kids pop in my head is tentacle form and... and, and, yeah. and That's cool, girls. Those are not two things I want ever combined. So <laughs> I have to have time to process these two things apart from each other now, because ancient Egypt's my favorite fucking thing. And now I have to think about, like, fucking giant squid. Oh, hey, actually, they say that a squid are not actually from Earth, so there's a, there's a thing about that, there's an idea about that. That's when we do conspiracy theories part two. Yeah. <laughs> or no. science facts or whatever. Or basically we're just doing the po- podcast episodes like, you know what? Adrian and I are just gonna step away and we're gonna let Jeffrey and Sarah just have at it for this episode and let's see how much of a shit show it turns out to be. <laughs> um, it's gonna be a great show, be actually. Mind fucked, wear a condom because it's gonna get dirty. Oh yes. Mind fucked. Well, yeah. 
titles wish though, actually. <laughs> Can't wait to be my fuck with Jeffrey and Sarah. Woo! <laughs> my fuck. My fuck. Oh, my fuck. So there's an idea Sarah and I have. We're going to do a drunk podcast night. Yes. Mm. Okay. So preferably, like, I, I want it to be on a weekend, um, like on a Saturday night or something. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Mm. Or a Friday night. Mm. Or a Friday night. No, you work Friday night. Uh, Jeffrey, uh, do you work all weekend? I work all weekends, bro. <laughs> You, I don't have a social life, so I'm always working. Can you get one Saturday or Sunday off? Never. Well, not until at least the end of this year. Because I think it's going to be my last year at the hotel, I think, hopefully. Oh, damn. You usually, you usually um, save your weekends off when we, either it's my birthday, New Year's, or Megacon. But yeah, I could do Sunday night. Sunday. Yeah. Uh, we can do that at the end of this month for Memorial Day weekend, because, like, yeah, yeah. I won't be working on a Monday. Let me check and see yeah. if I'm off on Monday. I'll have to let you know. Sunday yeah, night. so basically, we do, we basically get together, and, uh, Adrian's gonna be drinking his water, while the rest of us <laughs> will be doing, like, drinks. And yeah. we're drinking before we even start recording. So basically, by the time we get to the end of the recording, no one knows what the fuck we're saying. That sounds good, actually. That sounds great. I'm down. I feel like we should have a drinking game in this where if we say a specific word, we all take a shot. Hmm. Okay. Oh, God. We're going to die of alcohol poisoning because we're all going to be assholes about it. Well, I have to say... I know which word. It depends (laughs) on the word. Depending on the word. I could avoid the word all night, baby. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Depending on what the word is. No, there's a, there's a game that we, like, my friends and I, and, like, my husband, we started playing in Belize. I can't remember what the word was, but, um, basically if someone said it, you'd have to, you had to take a drink. And sometimes we'd throw it, throw it off in random sentences and you had to catch it. Because if you didn't catch it, then you'd have to take an additional, additional drink. Oh, shit. So, oh, shit. yeah, so we got kind of, we were fucked up that entire week of vacation. That's <laughs> <laughs> how it's supposed to be. It, Jesus, dude, I drank so fucking much on my on my trip to Belize. It's yeah, like my yeah. liver is probably like I'm gonna see my doctor actually because I just did blood work and my doctor is gonna check my blood my blood oh. work and they're gonna see oh. my liver and she's like, you don't even have a liver at this point. I was like, <laughs> no, it's there. It's just hiding. It's hiding. It was like yeah, we went like to hard. Belize and it decided to hide when it came back because it desperately oh, needed a break. So, if we continue talking for a few more minutes after this, we're going to do but I think it's time we have to wrap up this podcast, and if we want to chat a little bit afterwards, we should, but I feel like it's time to we finally wrap this up, because we're going to keep going through a downward spiral of different conversations. <laughs> so, and I have no idea how long this podcast has been recorded for this episode. I know it, it's over an hour at this point. But, yeah. So, um, we'll start with Jeffrey, then Sarah, uh, then myself, Adrian will finish up if he's still lingering around and mm-hmm. you know we'll just talk to you know any of your plugs like where people can reach you etc etc uh jeffrey oh yeah um i write a blog uh, on finance on fiction and reviews for movies and stuff it's called half spaceship will travel um dot com so check that out it's pretty cool it's also on my instagram if you guys want to check me out on instagram i'm also on there how spaceship will travel, and yeah, that's about it. I just want to say that's a really cute name for <laughs> everything. Um, that's really cute. I like it. Um, mine, oh, <laughs> yay! Mine, you can find me on Twitter, uh, on Instagram because I changed the name here on Discord, and also on TikTok. Though I don't really use it because I still don't know how. At Cerberus Magic, and you can also email at me at CerberusMagic at gmail.com. Um, everything's under Cerberus Magic, um, and that's S E R B E R U S M A G I C K, and that's where you find me on everything. Um, I guess I'm mostly up um, Twitter more than anything else, so there's that. Nice. Nice. Um, Adrian, where are you? 
And of course, you can, and of course, you can find us on uh, WalkerAC76.podbean.com. Of course, you can find us on all the free apps down below. Of course, and you know, well, you know, follow us, give us a like, subscribe. We need to get more subscribers. Actually, Ashley, you'd be surprised um, that we do have some followers in Taiwan, which is really weird. I don't Taiwan. know if that's an accident or not, but we do have followers. Mm. I mean, Taiwan. I mean, that's where most stuff is made, so I, I guess it's weird. But yeah, well, what about what about you? Where can they find you? So you can find me on uh, Instagram. You can find me as Majestic Nerd Lady. That's the only place you're going to find me for now. Um, eventually, I'll get around to getting up the podcast uh, profile on Instagram. But for now, it's just remaining me, Majestic Nerd Lady. And, um, and yeah, so I feel like it is time to definitely wrap this up. Now we put in all of our plugs. Does anyone have any last things to say? Build a bunker, bitches. Okay, that's it. <laughs> I'm sorry about all the tentacle porn. But I'm not. <laughs> no, you're not. No, I'm not. Never mind. Okay. Um, and uh, Jeffrey Tyrone is mine. He uh, sent me an email. He says it's over. There's a letter oh on the end table for you. Uh, him and a midget. I mean, little person are mine now. So um, <laughs> I have my hair in. So, you know, back up. Oh, you're oh, Tyrone. Yeah. Okay, wait. Hold on a second. That's something really important before we finish this up. Okay. I just I just read this. Um, I was on an article, like breaking news kind of thing. I'm surprised you guys aren't seeing it on your phones just yet. If you're not looking, um, do you, did you hear that they finally arrested that demon? What? What demon? Well, the demon. You know, they arrested him. He's been charged with possession. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Uh.